Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine Podcast. Today is March the 14th, 2023, and we are exactly this many days away from opening day. You got it. What do you think? That's the one I, I've wanted that jersey for so long. I love it. Yeah, pretty, pretty sweet. The dark sweet. blue are the best. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Um, I'll show you the other ones later, but yeah, they all came in. Uh, Ray Langford Day, so... You know, some might say Nolan Gorman Day, who had a good day today, but yeah. uh, Ray Langford to me always sixteen. Yeah, it's, for me it's Colton Wong because that's when that's kind of what I grew up watching. But I have one of those jerseys hanging in my closet. Yeah, as well. I was supposed Autograph. to have it, but I don't. Well, have it. I told you to take it, and you did <laughs> not. It could be right now hanging right behind you, uh, <laughs> instead of sitting in the jail with my with my fucking Jared Cook signed jersey. Yeah, you need to get those up. I'll get one. I'll get one of the two up. It's um, not the Jared Cook one. <laughs> you should get both up. Well, Don't I guess since <laughs> since we're doing this today, um, some news dropped today that we should get into first, I think, I guess. Yeah, we I, get into I think that's a really good place to start. Uh, um, Freddie Pacheco secretly DFA'd. No one knew that he was DFA'd. Derek Gould, I guess, reported that they might try and push him through waivers because he had an elbow problem, and they thought that they might be able to get him through waivers. Turns out Detroit took him. They weren't very far um, down no, the waiver list, so he went pretty not. quickly. Um, do you have any thoughts? I mean, for me, I'll let you go first, and I'll give my thoughts. Well, okay, let me – it took me completely, like, completely off guard. Me. Call me off guard. Uh, I think – okay, I have. It, it's a two-part answer, and I'll let you finish it. One, if they were really concerned with the elbow – then that means maybe a little bit that might, you know, the 60 day D the 60 day IL uh, involves paying him a big league deal. And there's some money situation and starting this clock, whatever. Okay. However, you can't tell me that he was the low man on the totem pole. As far as talent goes, you had other options that you could have DFA in my mind uh, instead of Freddie Pacheco, who was primed by a lot of people to be one of our top relief pitching prospects in the entire organization. The best. Okay, there you go. There you go. The best. I mean, Guillermo Zuniga, whatever. You want to talk about him? We'll talk about him later. We don't know enough about him yet. Okay, so one outing is not going to make me say he's better than Freddie Pacheco. Freddie Pacheco was the guy that we needed. He was a strikeout guy in the bullpen, just who you need. Um, I don't know how bad the injury was. I don't think it has anything to do with their opinions on his ability. I really don't. I think they thought, having been freshly injured, that there's a good chance they could get him through waivers and keep everybody. It didn't happen. Um, so to me, it was, a. I mean, the problem I have with it is if you have a full 40 man roster of guys, you don't want to get rid of. Okay. I get it. Um, but you don't like you have guys like Drew Verhagen, um, like Packy Naughton, guys that might actually clear waivers. Like right. legitimately those guys couldn't, if they don't, no offense to them, but you're not going to miss them that much. Like you're really not. And at the end of the day, it comes down to me. Like they just, if they, they don't want to admit, admit a mistake when they make one. Like Drew Verhagen probably shouldn't be getting another chance this spring. He let's be honest. And I hope he's great. I do. But let's be honest. He's probably not going to be. Anthony Misiewicz. Misiewicz. I don't even care. <laughs> However you say his name. Um, he has not been a top two left-handed relief option in the spring so far. Why is he not gone? You know, I, I don't know. And, and obviously this is going to stir up Jordan Walker talk. I don't really care if they use this roster spot to give to Jordan Walker. Great. I hope they do. He should be on the roster, but it doesn't matter. Like DFA someone who shouldn't be Jose for even like I get that you need shortstop depth, but he's injured right now. He probably makes it through waivers. Like I, right. it, yeah, it's very time DFA, I don't get it. And then we, here's the thing that drives me insane. Like there's a person in charge or a group of people in charge making these decisions. They did it with Adolis Garcia. They lost him. They DFA'd him. They you know, got rid traded of him. him. They traded him. Well, it was a DFA, right? A was it, wasn't a, a DFA trade. trade? Yeah, Maybe DFA trade. So either way, um, just eliminated What's, him completely. Hold and on, then now you, you just do it again said, with Pacheco. I don't understand. Yeah, it. what you just said just brought up something in my mind. In order for Freddie Pacheco to be claimed off of waivers, he would have had to have been DFA'd seven days ago. Is that how that works? Yeah, you have to be, you have seven days to trade him, and then he goes for waivers. <coughs> so I believe is how that works. I could weird be that that, now that's weird um, that that wasn't reported. 
It wasn't like, um, and that may be because they didn't want him to get picked up, so they tried to slide him through. People do that. That happens in hockey yeah, all the it time. Does. I get a lot it. of times it works, but this isn't. But why with him? Salary cap manipulation. And, like and here's said. the thing: if it is his clock, if that's what it is, well, would you rather have five years of Freddie Pacheco? Or would you rather have six years of him pitching in Detroit? They're I'd rather have five years. And and to be fair, the Cardinals have never been one to manipulate the service time clock. Like, are, well, everyone rarely. does it though, because it's smart. I know very rarely. But uh, if it is, a, it, it doesn't seem like it would be a payment thing, even though that he would require a major league contract or whatever that is. The, the That's $700,000. Like you're yeah, using a yeah, relief pitching prospect for that? I don't get it. Like also, you pay $700,000 for a high upside go ahead and reliever? shut down the fact that they did this to give Jordan Walker a massive extension. Can, can we just, what are, what are you guys, like what goes through people's minds? The, what's going through people's minds is what Corbin Carroll just signed. And I get that it's exciting. And I get, but one, you're dealing with the Cardinals here. They don't do that. They've never done it. And I get that the Dimebacks have never done it before that. Here's the thing could they sign Jordan Walker to a big extension at some point this year? That's not out of the realm of possibilities. No. What's happened. But if you're the Cardinals, let's say Jordan Walker goes out and he is the guy you think he is, and it's July. Is he going to require more money in July than he is right now? No. Because he's still six years away from being a free agent and he's still making zero dollars, like no money relative to Major League Baseball for the first three years of that. So if you're the Cardinals, why would you not make him prove it to you first? It doesn't make, like for me, I'm glad Corbin Carroll got paid all, all for it. If I'm the Diamondbacks, why would you do that? Yeah, why very bizarre. Why would you not wait until the end of the After year? What, played, Carroll, a month, played a month. Like, Corbin year. Carroll still has no leverage. Like Jordan yeah. Walker's not going to have leverage after a year. So even if they were to tomorrow shock us all and give Jordan Walker this huge extension, that does not mean that they had to DFA Freddie Pacheco. Right. Yeah, I it doesn't. agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right. Now let's switch gears. Um, because you are full transparency, um, Wizard of Oz, who's behind the curtain guy. Uh, we did record an episode yesterday, uh, which is going to be much different than the episode that we're going to release today. <laughs> Because yesterday, we were we, you, and I both, you and I both very heated and probably said a few things that maybe we didn't mean or would like. I to was thinking back. about how we'll never get out. That, did you delete that recording? It's deleted. It's gone. Oh, thank God. I don't want it to ever be found or ever again, because we were coming off a night where the U.S. looked incredibly lackluster against Mexico. Very low energy, very low. I'm not going to say effort. Very low energy, uh, questionable effort moves. All right moves like you talk about play some of the guys when you're down whatever i'm not i'm not going to it just wasn't it was just that i will refuse to it do was that. just people, a shitty game i sent out a tweet again last night to people who went after DeRosa. one do not understand tournament baseball all right and two do not understand how these mlb teams are really influencing what is happening in the wbc with their players like it or not we're not saying we like it we're not saying we agree it, with actually. it we, right fair enough but that is what is happening. So the people who wanted to bury him for pitching Brady Singer, there's a reason he did it, especially in this first round where you have to get guys work on certain days and you don't mm-hmm. want them going back-to-back days. All right, let's go ahead and wipe that game away because last night what we saw literally at about, I don't know, the with one out in the first inning, Caleb and I texting each other at the exact same time. Maybe we should do another episode <laughs> tomorrow with a different tone. Uh, Nolan gets us on the board. And from there, it was great to see Mike Trout shine in a big <laughs> moment when you needed it. Like we, you, we had talked about, Hey, do we start the question? You know, Nope, we don't. Uh, no, it was no. nice to say, hey, how about Tim Anderson playing second base, but overall Lance Lynn doing Lance Lynn things last night on the bump. Yeah, I mean, that first Lance Lynn set the tone, man. The first first starting pitcher that put up a zero for us in the first inning, which is huge. Like, you finally get that guy to go five innings on 65 pitches, which is the limit in this tournament, and strike, struck him out on the 65th pitch. That's incredible. Um, that poor 19-year-old kid um, yeah, for Canada. Bad. But honestly, not here to talk about Canadians because this is America. So we're No, but I didn't, man. Uh, here's the thing. <laughs> like, I, I put out a tweet last night also just to say, it's, it's I hope this, this kid is, is fifth-round draft pick. Single A pitcher. Um, I, I hope that in the Rangers organization, I hope this kid, like I hated that everybody was making memes with his face and his stat line. I don't like that. Um, it wasn't his fault. Also, to be fair, he wasn't terrible. Like it wasn't like everybody was hitting bombs off of this kid. Mm. Like it, he wasn't That's good. Don't get me wrong. But you put a 19, you know what it felt like? 
You know what I hated? It felt like Ricky Ankiel and Shea Stadium uh, in the playoffs. That's what it yeah. felt like, and I hated every minute of it for that kid. Yeah, it, it sucks for him. Hopefully, hopefully he takes it in stride. I mean, he's facing maybe the greatest lineup ever assembled. He's <laughs> right. facing the Avengers of baseball is what he was facing. Right. right. So, but let's go through that first inning because I thought it was to me what first off Mookie starting it off with a single the other way. Yeah. I thought that was big to start off because it seemed like everyone was trying to do too much. Like it seemed like everyone was trying to homer. There were so many pop outs. It was infuriating, which, because I think everyone's just trying to do too much. You look around, no one else is doing anything. Everyone's a superstar. So they're all trying to be the guy. And Mookie just started off with that single. And then Mike Trout walking after. That's huge. It's a huge way to start the game, set the tone. And then Goldie gets on, and then Nolan, Nolan smokes a double. And then it just goes on from there. And then Trout, which, by massive. the way, let me just add to your Nolan double. Sorry, I don't mean to step on what you're saying, but Smolsey hit it right on the top on, on exactly what you're saying as well. I really enjoy listening to him. I, even if he does say score, a he's point, fine, whatever. I like him, but I like his perspectives on things. I like uh, when he talks about baseball. Same, same, same. He just gets like on Jim Edmonds. tangents too much. Just like Jim Edmonds, same yeah. way. Um, but he brought up a point before the game. It'd be great to get on top to play with the lead. I 100% agreed. I think everyone agrees with that. But then he made a great point on Nolan not trying to do too much, not trying to hit the ball. He only hit it 110. Feet. <laughs> but but he you know what I mean? Like ball. he got yeah. out in front of a ball, kept it fair. He did Nolan moved. things. Nolan's right. a, one of the best RBI running. guys in baseball. He's a, He has yeah. been for 10 years. Yep. And then you go also, down. And that... Also, let me say this. In yesterday's episode, we also told everybody the absolute fucking wrong lineup. Yeah, so... we did. We did. Um, but anyway, anyway, well, no one needs to know that anyway. Um, and then Mike Trout, three run Homer, captain America. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. I thought his comments after the game were, were awesome. Mm-hmm. He said one, he said that he was talking to Wayno and that this was the most fun they'd had. Well, Mike, you might have some more fun if you were playing with Wayno in St. Louis this year, but that's whatever, I guess we'll move on. But he had some great quotes. Wayno had some great quotes today about how he agrees that the pitchers should be here, but a lot of them tried to, the teams didn't let him. So it's not on the pitchers, but to me, it still doesn't make any sense how they're letting, you know, Dominican guys from the Dominican go, but not American guys. I don't, I still don't get that, but whatever. yeah, Edwin Diaz can throw every day. However, we can. Well, Max Scherzer actually came out and Max said Scherzer. why he wasn't pitching. So okay. that was his That's choice. Fair. That's fair. He said he was, well, it had a lot to do with his oblique last year. So I get it. I understand. Same. But um, yeah, I thought, I mean, it was a great performance. I, 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 if they didn't blow them out, like they did short game them in the seven innings. We haven't said that yet. If they didn't blow them out, I was going to be incredibly pissed off because that Canadian team gave up eight runs to Great Britain. Like you better <laughs> go out there. They should have scored more than 12, but you know what? We're, it's okay. They scored 12 and the first inning was electric to score nine in the first inning ties the most ever in a WBC. It was pretty cool. Um, also, we did get what we had hoped. Uh, the Miles Michaelis versus Tyler O'Neill check mark to Tyler. Yeah, perfect result actually. Kept the the guy didn't Freddie didn't score, which kept the right. short game intact. And Tyler got a double. That's exactly what I wanted to happen. So Boom. it was great. He smoked it Boom. too. He's been. We'll get to Tyler in a little bit, I guess. Yeah, right. well, let's get to him now. Let's go ahead and get to him now. Well, you want to start with Lars? No, let's go. Ahead. Since we're talking about Tyler, let's okay. go and get to him, Sounds and then we'll Tyler. go to Lars because we don't have to spend a lot of time. Uh, we saw Tyler with the Oppo double off Miles. Um, been six sixty seven so far. Correct hit today again. Is that right? Yeah, he's uh, he's yeah. one for two today with uh, another single the other way. Four for four against Great Britain with, with four walks. RBIs and two wicks, two walks, two wicks, two walks. So accounted for eight runs. Not yes. a bad start from your potential center fielder. Looking, it's looking like it's trending that way. Or he's, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting because Lars Newpart's been put on a show in center field too. I don't. Who knows? We'll get to that conversation. I think when they're all back in camp, we'll know more. But I, um, yeah, he he looks great. I mean, he's not facing the greatest competition, but Miles Michaels is really good major league competition. So it was nice to see him double the other way. Uh, we, he's such an X factor. We keep talking about this. I would love to see him get hot at the beginning of the year. I think that's so big for him. Get hot and stay yeah. healthy. I saw, uh, I saw something, his best month in the major league. This sounds obvious, but is when he's playing the most. So if the dude stays on the field, he's, he's good. Like just by OPS, like if he's, he'll, he's OPS is almost over 800 every month. He's healthy. If he is healthy and gets consistent at bats, he is going to be good. He just got to be on the field. And let's not forget, he had an incredible opening day last year. And then he sucked for a month and a half. <laughs> so, so we want more than just one, Tyler. More than just one. Yeah, uh, he gonna, looks good. Go I think he looks days. good. I, I, I don't think I don't see a lot of change. Like I know that he's gone through a lot of pliability stuff. He changed his diet up a little bit. You won't notice oh, it with him. You won't notice it. But he looks. He looks like watching him move though 
in the outfield and on the bases, he, he looks, looks great good, in center. which is what I want to see. And also, three, like, dude, right now we got three guys playing center field. Like, and the thing that's interesting to me, four actually, because Oscar Mercado is also playing center. Four, yeah. And he's leading off. He guys, I think he has two hits today. He's been doing pretty well as well. So I guess we had no reason to really talk about him. But I, I have heard guys out of camp say that he looks thinner. Now, I don't, I we can't tell that, that with a baseball jersey on, but they see him naked. So yeah. I, like, like I, I don't know, but well, I mean, we'll see. I just want him to stay healthy and on the field and get back to camp. I don't think Canada's going to advance, but hey, if they win today against Colombia and they go and they beat Mexico tomorrow, they're they're moving on. So correct. We'll see. And Kit, um, with with uh, Tyler and Center, let's go ahead and, and and transition through as we stay with the WBC and the Cardinals. First, obviously, former Cardinal Lance last night, Lance Lynn, great. We talked about Nolan Goldie. Both have been very solid for the United States. Um, Miles had a good two innings. Miles. Wayno goes out game one. Four, I mean, hey. Let's get to him in a second. I want to Yeah, but but goes out and pitches well. But let's talk about the legend that is now Lars Newbar because we have, I mean, we don't have to spend a a ton of time on Lars, but what he's doing right now is unbelievable in in another country. Like, it is unbelievable for not just him, not just the country of Japan, but the country of America and the St. Louis Cardinals. Like you said, we had these conversations yesterday, so it kind of feels weird saying the same things to you, <laughs> but I am going to say some of the same things again because we haven't said this yet, really, uh, technically. Um, I think Lars being the first American-born player to go play in Japan for the national team is awesome. That's that's great. The thing to me, it, it would be so easy for him to go over there and be the outcast, be the guy that doesn't speak Japanese because he doesn't speak much Japanese. I'm sure he's getting a, a hold of it a, a little bit, but he's not fluent in Japanese. He's been very public about that. It'd be easy for him to go over there and be the guy that's off in the corner of the dugout, just playing, just doing his thing. But for him to be what he's given pregame speeches in Japanese. Well, no, part of it was in Japanese. I'm not sure what he said, but um, then he also given postgame speeches to the whole crowd in Japanese going out, batting leadoff, playing center field. He looks like he's best friends with Shohei. Um, he was learning you Darvish's like splitter grip in the dugout. It looks like he's having the time of his life and he has the entire country rallying around him, which one, the fact that Japan rallies around an American born player coming over there is awesome. Like that's, that's really yes. cool to see. They're bringing pepper grinders to the stadium with signs. That, there was one that had three signs that connected and it said new to like really long. Like, he's become a superstar over there. And there's an argument to be made. He's the second most popular player in Japan behind Otani. Um, and that's including Yu Darvish, who's one of the greatest Japanese pl- right. players ever. So it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. And, you know, we also talked about uh, welcome to our Japanese viewers. I-, I looked through our YouTube stats and all of a sudden our Lars episode where we did our player profile has just like through the it's roof. It's like one of our most viewed videos now. Up over, a, like, I guess 1.5 thousand. Yeah, it's Something close. like that. Um, and I noticed because I went through the analytics, and our second highest country, obviously the United States, is number one. It's Japan. So welcome to everyone from Japan. Thank you so much for tuning in. That is absolutely fucking awesome. Uh, welcome to Lars Newbar, and welcome to our show. And, and hey, more than that, welcome to the St. Louis Cardinals. Like there is plenty of room on this wagon for this fandom. So come on over. Hey, we would yeah, love to have yeah. you guys here. Come, come to a show. We will take you out for a beer. Let's go. Also, if you guys want to donate $5 to Mr. DeWitt and tell him to use that <laughs> money to pay Shohei Otani to play with Lars Newport right. in St. Louis, I wouldn't be mad at that either. But I do think, I think it's, it's really cool to have a guy like Lars Newpar now becoming an, uh, not like he was kind of becoming a national guy that everyone was talking about as a breakout candidate. And now he's become international. I don't think there's a better player that this could happen to. Like, honestly, he seems like one of the best dudes. Like, he came up, he was immediately one of the guys. Like, that's not easy to do. There's a lot of guys that come up, like Nolan Gorman. I'm sure they love him in the clubhouse, but he was not, he was, it didn't seem like he was meshing as well immediately as Lars Nupar was like immediately one of the guys. And it's really cool. And Japanese fans for baseball, it's like one of the best cultures, maybe the best culture for baseball in the world. It's and up I, there. Like, I told you, I don't know how long ago I told you this, but the, a bucket list thing for me is to go to a game in the Tokyo Dome. That uh-huh. still is. I want to do that at some point in time in my life. But I, I mean, I've been really enjoying watching those games and it's awesome to see him thrive in that situation. Rab- rabid baseball fans, they love when their players come over to the major leagues and succeed, obviously. We saw it with Ichiro. We've seen it with Darvish. We've seen it with Otani. We've seen it. I mean, the list goes on and on. I'm not, not saying anyone out. 
Uh, yeah, Nomo, right? Hideo Nomo, I think he was Japanese as well. Um, um, if I'm wrong, there, I apologize, but I think so. But yeah, uh, but also what they have done is they, I mean, you're talking about a massive, rabid baseball fan base over there. I remember Carl Tuffy Rhodes plays with the Cubs for like four years. Okay, career. And I had a couple decent seasons. Goes to Japan, and I just looked it up. He goes over there, becomes like a legend, plays over there from 96 to 05, has three seasons where he hits 40 home runs or more, and two where he hits 50 or more, and became like this massive sensation over there. Uh, the love of baseball is incredible. Look, no better, as far as I'm concerned, you take the love of baseball in Japan and mesh it with the St. Louis Cardinals, match made in heaven. Yeah, and yeah, it is. And I, is. I, I was actually waking up at four in the morning to watch some of these games because I'm a psychopath and I had nothing to do. So I was waking up, I was going to bed for like three hours, waking up at four, watching the games and going back to sleep. And they played, uh, that team is so much fun to watch. And they I just are. learned some really sad news that Shohei Otani will not play past the quarterfinals. I saw that too. What is the reason? How horrible is that? He's the Angels want him to get a start in camp yeah. before the season. I hate that, by the way. I I'm do just too. Put that out there that I hate that. But their best, their best people thought their best hitter was going to be besides Shohei, um, Munataka Murakami, who was the guy um, that just won, that just beat Sadara. How do you say Sadahara? Sadahara O's record for home runs and is now back to back MVP in the NPB over there, and. He did like nothing and they still destroyed everybody. Yeah. Like, it yeah, was I would say if you have Otani through it, they're the favorite to win. I think now it's kind of open to anybody. Um, but even then, like, you have Roki Sazaki and you Darvish starting the last two games. Oh, agreed. Agreed. Those two are incredible. Yep. Roki Sazaki has a really cool story, too. He just pitched. Well, we're not going to have to spend too much time on this, but he just pitched uh, on March 11th. Um, and it's the anniversary of the massive tsunami that killed a bunch of people in Japan. And it actually killed his dad and his. Um, both of it and two of his grandparents. And he pitched on the anniversary of that day and went out there and threw a yeah. shutout, up a shutout, which was awesome. Yeah, pretty special. Um, so as, while we're sticking to that bracket, uh, let's go ahead. I mean, Tommy, their Korea's done, correct? Like they're done. They, even done. though they destroyed China, they're Australia done. Moving on, so pretty cool. Any any idea when Tommy's going to be back Tonight. at camp with the Cardinals? Tonight? He's, oh, he will be back. He's he'll, be, he'll be back maybe in, in the Jupiter. lineup tomorrow or. If nothing I doubt else, it. Friday after traveling, Friday. Friday. I doubt it. he'll be back in Jupiter Perfect, tonight. Okay, so I, I okay. doubt they're worried about whenever he's back in the lineup. It's Tommy, he'll be you fine. hit a little bit on Mercado, uh, leading off for, for is it Team Colombia, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a Cardinal draft pick who we traded away to Cleveland now back with the Cardinals, probably going to be the Memphis Triple A. I mean, I, I would assume he's going to be starting in center field in from Memphis, just like probably. to start kickoff. He'll, he'll be up at some, but point it's another insurance year. policy. He'll be up guy. at some point during the year. He'll be Ben yeah. Deluzio at some point. Well, he's not here anymore. Deluzio also on Team Italy, I, by the way. Well, that's what I was saying. He will be Ben Deluzio yeah. at some point. He'll be that. Um, that. I, I always, I'm again. I'm going to forget the kid's name. The in Great Britain who hits third for them from the Cardinals. Oh, Matt Kaperniak. Yeah, there you go. 2020 draft pick, I think, as well. Right. Um, I'm not he sure. part of that? I think he was part of that class also. But yeah, you got him over there. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Zuniga because that dude is Guillermo. flat fucking nasty. He is. I'm sorry, I got a burp. Um, Games he... again today? No, I haven't had anything to eat today. Yet. Grilled cheese. I haven't eaten anything. You haven't eaten today? Nope. Grace, and... what what happened? Did she like take your allowance? I don't eat what? lunch that much. Hold on, let's talk about Guillermo Zuniga. Now my eating happens. <laughs> anyway, he yeah throwing 102, shutting that. We'll see him tomorrow. I think if the game's close. Unless he pitches today. We'll see how that goes. But, I mean, throwing 102 with a nasty slider to get to, for two pitching, two innings to seal up the victory for Team Colombia against Mexico, a massive upset to start the pool A play. Um, pretty cool. And that's just another guy. I mean, maybe this goes in with Freddie Pacheco. Maybe they feel like they have so much depth at that right-handed pitching option that a guy like Pacheco is more expendable than a guy like a left-handed reliever, like a Mesevich. I, I don't I don't agree with that at all, but I do think Guillermo Zuniga is a guy that you could see this year at some point making an impact and being a reliable reliever for you. Now I could also see him coming up and sucking like that's just relievers, so I just don't know. Correct. But I do know that a guy with an arm that electric, I mean, you have to be excited about it at least. Yeah, he looked really good. A guy you get from the Dodgers, um, signed to a major and, league con, minor league. Yeah, con. I mean, he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a Memphis, but again, Maybe. that's another. I mean, he's yeah, doing you're right. this, maybe. he might not be. You're right, maybe. Who knows? 
Wilking Rodriguez. You've got a lot of depth there, but I still do question we chose Drew Verhagen over Pacheco. Hey, I'm with you. I hope Verhagen is great. So yeah, then it, it's will a, be. Maybe right. it was the injury, um, the impingements. Let's go ahead and get to to Wayno. Um, I, I I know I know the people are still concerned about the velocity, and I completely understand. I'm people. It. I, yeah, I, I understand it. But it was nice to see him come out and battle four innings. I know that the, the barrel rate was high. I understand all that. But he still went through four innings. It was a Great Britain. I get that. Um, but a lot of concerns. I, I mean, are the, the concerns incredibly valid? Are Are you concerned? Or is it something we should wait till April to really kind of diagnose? It can be all of those things. You can be concerned before writing him off. That's why I'm at. The one thing that concerns me, the only really big leaguer in that lineup hit a homer off him. So there's that, Trace Thompson. Right. So the only guy that you're like, that's the guy he's going to be way, facing. He's hitting off everyone in this tournament. Yeah, he is. He is. He's not hitting a homer off everybody. But yes, he – so – I don't the velocity 86 miles per hour. I don't care if Wainwright is a magician and he's this guy. I mean, even Greg Maddox fell off at some point. Like, okay, like his last year, I believe it was with Chicago. I don't he wasn't very good. Like no. it father time is undefeated. And the thing's always gonna creep in our head until Wayno's done playing. Was did he is is he going too far? Is it one year too long? And I think right now it's the valid question until he gets his velocity up. Here's the problem. He his he's hitting. 87 is his top. That's where he's topping out at. He averaged over 88 miles per hour last year on a sinker. Correct. If you're not even topping your average from last year, that's a concern. And I wouldn't be as concerned if he was still in spring training, but the fact that he's playing a competitive game where he said he was ramped up. He said, yeah, I was a little bit like pumped up for the start. If you're pumped up and you're throwing 87, that's a little bit alarming to me. Now we'll see. Maybe it is just a mechanical flaw. Um, he said he felt good. We'll see. I mean, if he's pitching on opening day and he's throwing 86 miles per hour, he's probably going to get crushed, but also then you're going to be really concerned and you should be. Yeah. To be fair. And I think you said this maybe earlier, but, uh, there was a couple, there was a stretch there where in high school, you were playing O'Fallon, Edwardsville, Belleville East, Belleville West, and everybody you were facing was throwing harder than 87. I'm not, comp- I'm not saying they're better pitchers than Adam Wainwright. No, I'm not. just saying that's where you talk about velocity, right? That's where that comes in. And that's where that concern comes in a little bit. Again, I I'm going to, I'm going to always give him the benefit of the doubt until there's no reason to anymore. I want to see it play out for at least a month. And if we are still having this conversation at the middle to the end of April, then I do believe maybe we have ourselves. I have a, a question. Yeah. His velocity isn't up by opening day. Do you give him the opening day start? Absolutely. I don't. He earned it. I know. That's fine. They did it that's last fine. year. They did that this last year. Last year, he's going to, he's going to. I'm tired of it. I get it. I, I love Wayno. I'm not arguing. And I love Wayno. I love Wayno, and he deserves all the credit in the world for what he's done for this organization. And he deserves to go out the right way. But I'm tired of making decisions for the baseball team because of nostalgia. I'm over it. I understand. I, I said that last year, Caleb. I'm, I'm not, I'm not arguing. But that was like. That was the year, saying. okay? If but, Adam Wainwright wanted to go out on this nostalgia tour, it should have been last year. He didn't go out. Great, come back and compete. I'm all for it. I hope he's great. But if he's not the best pitcher, Miles Michaelis has earned that start. Yeah, I'm has. telling you right now, we're two weeks away from opening day, 16 days. We just talked about it, all right? Unless there's an injury, Adam Wainwright will be on the bump on opening I, day. I know he will be. I don't agree with that decision. Okay, well, I mean, like, like, was CC Sabathia starting his last year in Yankees camp? Was he opening? Was he pitching opening day? Probably. He wasn't. I don't. How do you know? Did you look that up today? Was you look up one guy? No, but that, I'm just saying, like, we don't have to do everything. I know to make this big it. tribute I'm, video on the. On I'm the letting you know board. that's what's going. It's it, it's already. I just don't like delivered. that. I'm not saying. Um, and if he if he's good again and he's up to 88 by then, fine. Okay, I'm not for it. But I I I'd rather have. Like that's going to line you up to have bad matchups the rest of the first three months. To, no, no game tonight in the in the World Baseball Classic. Tomorrow, the two biggies, right? You've got the Dominican Puerto Rico, followed by the United States Colombia. Merrill Kelly on the bump, right? Is that what I read? Yes. Um, and I like home that. ballpark, by the way. Home ballpark. I like that. Uh, who like will be pitch- Do we know who will be pitching for Colombia? I don't think so. I think even if they had NASA, we probably wouldn't know who it was. Okay. All right. Any if you have an update on the Canada Columbia score? I can find it real quick. Okay, that's sorry. I shouldn't have put you on the spot like that. I thought maybe you're it, watching. It'll it. take me, it'll take me five. Well, I turned it off so my Wi-Fi doesn't go crazy. Um Vin- oh not Venezuela. Hold on. 
Okay, well, that's all right. No, it's not a big deal. No, I, I just on, wanted I it right here. I just wanted to know if you had an idea there. Um, Canada's still up one nothing in okay. the top of the sixth. Okay. So if wow. Canada wins this, this game, cool. I don't. I think the United States has a clear path to making it. I think they're in anyway, unless they lose to Colombia, they're in. Right. They beat Colombia. Yeah. Who cares? Right. That's be all that matters. One and you might win, win the, the game. Bracket. Like that's what you're over there to do. You're in. It's tournament play. And I thought Smoltz made a good like. And and DeRosa made a good point too. Like tournament play, you're not trying to win. Like the, the everybody's pissed at the Mexico game. We were too. Should have seen the episode last night, or at least the first ten minutes of it. However, in tournament play, I mean, you played a ton of baseball tournaments in your life. I coached a ton of baseball tournaments in my life. You're playing to get to the finals. You're yes, not playing but, to win every single but game. But that loss against Mexico, Dad. If Colombia didn't get upset by Great Britain, there you're was right. a good chance that they could have won. The U.S. could have won out, and they wouldn't have even advanced. They would have. No, they wouldn't have. Because Colombia would have beaten Great Britain and um US would have lost to Mexico. Colombia would have lost, would have beat Mexico. So oh, those two true. teams would have, and then it would have come yeah. down to runs allowed, and they gave up eleven. Yeah. So it would have been tough. Yeah, that's true. Well, they came back and scored 12, but you're so right. I, I we don't have to worry agree. about the past. If Great, Great, Britain, the Great Britain did us a huge favor. Yeah. Uh, they did. Shout out to the greatest so units of all time. There's a story behind that now. Um, they had a bunch ordered, and they like got lost in the when and whenever they were sure. coming. Lost. So, so you see, do you see the T fall off of it? It's because no. they literally got jerseys <laughs> and they ironed the numbers and stuff on. Oh my god! Also, also, whoever did Canada's like nice the the jersey design sweet. The no, letters are like this even. big. The colors the are like too. this. Like get a get a big maple leaf on there or something. Like do like, something what are we creative. Doing? I don't like that at all. Like have Drake do the jerseys or something. Someone that has more money than whoever made those jerseys. Have Drake do the that would be great. It looks like some get, of them are like get him and in, Freddie Van Vliet together. It looks like some of them are made in Photoshop. Like what are yeah, you doing? Yeah, it was bad, dude. Like pay Times somebody like ten dollars an hour to make the jersey. Like um, I don't understand. I I do think just back to Team USA, and we said this before, but I, I'll stick with it. I think they do miss Bryce Harper. I think they miss his energy. Not just on the field, but in the dugout and in the clubhouse. Uh, and and you've hit on this before. Um, Mike Trout is is your captain. You've got Goldie. Neither one of those guys are massive like rah rah guys. Trout kind of was mean? yesterday, which a little bit was cool. got there. Yeah, even Nolan, like Nolan, Nolan gets fired up. Don't get me wrong. But, Nolan kind of is though. But you got and Mookie, like you've got these guys who are awesome dudes. They're awesome baseball players. I think missing. I do think Bryce Harper not being there does hurt them. I think it hurt them a little bit in that Mexico game. I really Which is do. why Tim Anderson should be in the lineup every game. Yes, I and agree. So Mark DeRosa said, well, he's never played second base before, but I needed one. I needed his bat in the order, but I also needed his presence in the order because he brings something that we don't have when he's not in the lineup. Yep. Agreed. Tim Anderson should play every single game because yeah, that guy I is going to bring you energy. And you know who really brought it yesterday? Cedric Mullins. Like yes, that triple hit, that yep. was electric. He, he was pumped up. Give me more of that. And I get that when you come off of a Mexico game where you get stomped into the ground and it's very disappointing. It's hard to say that anyone that loses that badly has energy because they don't because they're losing. But you need that if you're winning, it needs to feel like you're winning. You need to go out there and show emotion. Just watch the Dominican games. Watch the watch the Venezuelan games. There's a guy who had his shirt completely untucked. And like un unbuttoned, they were screaming on the top yeah. of his lungs. There's an Italian. They have Nespresso machines in their damn dugout, going crazy. Like it's awesome. I mean, of course they need they to do. keep. They, yeah. they need to. They need to find their yes. identity. I think hopefully that yesterday was a good step towards it. I think Mexico's loss may end up being a really good thing because I think it punched them in the face and I said, hope "Hey, so. wake the fuck up! Like this, it's time to go. We got to go yeah. now. This isn't. Yeah, we're tired of hearing the lip service about you." Tired of hearing the lip service of you playing for America and how awesome it is. Now do something about it. Yeah, now play for America. Represent America. Like, this is our pastime. I don't want to gatekeep the sport. Like we just said, Japan and the Latin American countries, they're awesome. They have fantastic baseball fans. But at the same time, this is America's sport. You have to represent it that way. You can't go out in the group stage. You can't. You can't. Can't happen. No, no, no. Um, Yeah, it was good. Last night was good to see. But like I said, I'll stick to the fact that I do think they still miss a little bit of Bryce Harper. Uh, anything else on the WBC you want to hit on? Yes, the last the last thing, and then I don't have anything else unless you do. Um, nope. We talked about this yesterday, but once again, we're coming back. So it feels like we're repeating ourselves because we're, we are to each other. But I wanted to ask you how you think Lars Nukbar, Tyler O'Neill, how you evaluate those guys compared to Jordan Walker, Dylan Carlson, and Camp. Jordan Walker, by the way, I, I before we get into that, I want to say one thing about Jordan Walker because I really thought 
today was a, one of his better performances in my eyes. Not because of his, not because the results, because they weren't. But I liked seeing him go down, go over three, strike out twice, not look great, and then come back and get a single. Like I, I like seeing guys that at that age fail and see how they respond to it. He responded really well, got a single on the last of that. But yeah. I want to know how you view him and Carlson versus what Newpar and O'Neill are doing. Because to be honest, Newpar's four for four was great, but it's off Great Britain. Like so, you have to compartmentalize. Was, you mean O'Neill's? O'Neill's four for four. Is that what I said? What I said? You said new bars, but that's oh, all right. sorry. Yeah, O'Neill. But either way, I I mean, Ali has said that he is taking into consideration all of those things that are happening. Yes, but how? I mean, well, I don't know. I don't know that answer without hearing from him or whatever. I don't know how they're I'd doing I'd like to it. hear that here's, question. Here's, I think you have to use the eye test. Lars looks good. Tyler looks good. Jordan Walker has looked good. Dylan Carlson hasn't. If we're going to yeah. be like. He had two I don't really know nice how, homers, but that's about it. I, I I mean I'm I'm not trying right now. That's he's just got to step say. it up, man. Like it's do or die. Now, here like, uh, we've we've talked about this before, and we're gonna get into this a little bit on our next couple of pods. So I don't want to spend a lot of time. But you also have to start like you also have to start making some decisions on Alec Burleson. You have to start making some decisions on Moises Gomez. You have to start making some decisions on Mason Wynn, which we're gonna talk about on our next pod. Hey, so I don't want to get into all of that right point. now, and I don't really even want to get into the other ones because those are things I think we'll hit on as it plays out. Yeah, but. You're also going to have to make a decision on Dylan Carlson. And I, I don't, don't know think what so. that. See, I don't think so. Okay. Okay. I, maybe. We can get into that, I guess, later if you want. I think they're going to carry four outfielders and play them a lot. I do I, to start the year. Because I think that's what they should do. And whoever, because we, we talk about this all the time. While, while, yes, you want to see all your guys go out there and do well in spring training, it is spring training. Like we got to realize that Dylan Carlson's probably working on things that we might not even be aware Correct. of. Correct. Like he might be. He might be working on two strike approach. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. But something that I am interested – the thing that is interesting to me is they came into this with saying it's a competition. Hey, Dylan, it's a competition. Jordan Walker's coming. We know it. So how are you going to respond to him knocking the door down? Jordan Walker's yeah. done his part. He's knocked the door down. Dylan Carlson hasn't responded the way you'd want to see him respond. But that, to that being said, he's got two more weeks left. He can go out there and have a really good five-game stretch, and now he's batting 350. So we'll to, see how it plays out. And to be fair, going into today – he still had a 769 OPS. Yeah, was, but I don't care a, about OPS. I'm just saying he has a higher OPS than Burleson, Yepes, and yeah, Gomez. He does. He does. So Those two homers really help him. You know, like, yeah. So I do think that that. that He's still a great be, player. Like, yeah, I'm not. But please let me make it be known that I'm not trying to do anything no, to get rid of Dylan Carlson. The whole talk no. of trade Carlson, we've talked about that no, on here. Trade it's anyone. lunacy. There's room for four. There's room, a lot of it backs. Yes. You have plenty of time. I think it's going to be interesting who makes that, that next slot. Um, it, we've already it's talked about Burleson the young, and Yepes, I think. It has to be, right? It has that, to those be. are the two. If Jordan Walker's on the Yepes, team, which but, obviously we talked about clearing the 40 man spot, has nothing to do with him getting extended because it doesn't. Like, right. even if he gets extended, that's not why. Like, they didn't make the decision because a 40 man no. spot be, popped available. No, that's not why they did it. I, I do think Jordan Walker right now is on track to make the team. I think we can all agree on that. It seems like that. I mean, they, if you're going to say he has a chance to make the team and he comes out and he's the best outfielder, then he's going to make the team. So we'll see. And I, I don't know. I Someone's going to have to take a hold of the other two positions. And right now it doesn't look like – it looks like it's Nupar and O'Neill from their performances. In Agreed. I agree. And, and, you know, I don't think I ever really truly – you asked me a question because I don't know the true answer – but I There's think no, the eye well, test, yeah, the eye test alone tells me right now it's Walker, O'Neill, and Newbar. That's I also think me. it's something like if you're O'Neill and you're Carl and you're not Carlson, sorry. If you're O'Neill and you're Newbar, you're going and you're representing your country and you're doing well and you're helping your country win. Like that has to give you a massive boost of confidence going into the season. Like Nolan Absolutely. and Goldie both have said playing in the WBC had them more ready for the season than any other season they've ever had. Yep. So you hope for those two, it, it translates. And if it does, you'd be looking at a pretty fun line to start the season. Yeah. And you know, Greg Amsoner thinks that Lars Newbar is the fourth outfielder, he but does. he's not very. He obviously does not pay attention to the Cardinals anymore. Greg, come I on, think, buddy, we love you. We love you, man. Let's let's get back to our roots. I, I think it gets really dangerous when national media guys, because he is from St. Louis, but he's a national media guy, start talking in depth about any team, and I think that because it is impossible for Greg Amsinger, who works like a madman. The guy's working all the time. Absolutely. I love um, him. It's impossible for him to keep up with any individual team enough to know more than the fans do or to know more than the beat writers do. He just doesn't, he won't know. Right. So to me, it's kind of weird to even ask him questions like who yeah. do you think the fourth outfit they're going to be? Cause in all honesty, he probably doesn't know because how could who he know this about everything? RK. It was Randy Carricker. Uh, boom. Nailed it. Don't, Good. don't shit on Randy Carricker. 
I didn't. I just I told you who I thought it was. Well, he has them on weekly to talk about the Cardinals, so that's what yeah. happens. But if you're like, I don't blame Greg Amsinger. I don't expect him to know to read stories from all thirty teams. That's impossible for him to do. I agree. I agree. It's just kind of funny. But it's kind that. of it's an unfair situation to put him in because you because if, if if you're going to ask him that question, in my opinion, you should preface it with saying, "Ali Marmol said Lars Newpar is the only guy with the spot." Right. right. Then that's right. that's yeah. fair. You give him Boom. context. Boom. Like that's what he should have done. But um. Yeah. Before before we transition to a few other things I want to get to before we get out of here, uh, thank you so much. We always appreciate you guys. The comments have been – comment section on Facebook, Twitter, and on uh, YouTube have been awesome. Thank you for that. Thank you for all the interaction that you give us. Uh, we try to give that right back to you. While you're uh, watching, if you could go ahead and hit that subscribe button that's right up there, but also check us out on our socials. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, do you have our – I assume on here is also our Twitter page, correct? Yeah, it's our, on, on the bottom – so our names are right below us, as you can probably see. I don't think I need to explain that. But in the description no. box, it's our Twitter, uh, each of our Twitter, and then the, the podcast one. And also our email if you want to email us about anything. So Sweet. You can email okay. us questions That's what anything. I thought. Like, I, just, I don't have that in front of me right now. It's time. all there for you. So, if you. If you want to get a hold of us, there's you will find a way. That's there in the description. Last Major League Baseball thing I want to hit on before we – I have a couple other things that we'll get out of here. Uh, you and I came on, and we're pretty – uh, honest, we've been pretty honest on as far as social media goes that, that one, the Cardinals were not, and neither were the other 2019 signing Trevor Bauer. I don't want to spend a ton of time on this because I don't think it deserves a ton of time. However, he did sign with Japan. Here's what I will say, and then I'll let you finish it. What I will say is I was in both of us. I think we're in full agreement. Cardinals, that was never an option. They weren't bringing him into their, into their clubhouse. Um, that was never going to happen. I said the same thing for the other 2019s. I didn't see anybody sign him. I do believe that if he goes over to Japan and, and looks like his 2020 self, you could see Trevor Bauer back in the Major League Baseball next year. That's what I will say. I just couldn't see a team being the first one to pull that trigger until they know what Trevor Bauer you're getting as a human, and as a, but more importantly, as a pitcher at the Major League level. Uh, I kind of – I don't know if he's going to come back or not. I, I, it's still hard for me to see even in a year a team taking that leap of faith. Because it's not just this recent incident. It's other stuff before. I'm not going to even get into it. No. Um, look it up. No need to. Look it up. Right. It's all out there. Google's you will free. find anything you want to find. Um, the thing that's so interesting to me, if you're an organization and you're going to bring him in, if that's going to happen at any point, the owner's got to be in on it, obviously. The front office got to be on it. The coaching staff and the manager has to be in on it. And the players have to be in on yeah. it. If one of those four groups are not in on it, it's not happening. Yep. So I agree. You have to have, and the most important to me is probably the fourth group. The group of players have to be, okay, we're all in. We can we can handle this guy in the clubhouse, and it has to be a strong clubhouse that can make sure he stays in line. And even then, if you have a strong clubhouse, you don't really want to mess that up. So it, it's hard for me to imagine someone doing this with him. And if you want to say he's not guilty, well, that's factually accurate. He was proven not guilty. But what does that mean? I don't know, and no, I don't want to get into it. We, really. we have no so, idea. So – I, I mean, I'm not surprised he's playing in Japan. I kind of thought that's where it was going to go. And I guess we'll just follow it as the saga unravels. This is not the last we're going to be hearing Trevor Bauer's name. So we'll have more to talk about in a year, probably. Or six here's, the one thing, here's the one thing I will say, and this is the last thing I'll say. I could see that if he goes, what, what I meant by coming back, here's what I could see. If he goes over to Japan and looks like even a, close to what he was in 2020, yeah. right? I could see next year a team that is probably a non-playoff team that's in a rebuilding stage, bringing him over. Now, we've seen the Marlins do this. We've seen the Tigers do this. Sign older guys, high upside, low The low Royals contract, just did it with the Rolda Chapman. With the idea of if they perform, we can trade them at the trade deadline yes. and add prospects. So we've seen the Marlins do that. We've seen the Tigers. Like I said, Tigers, the Royals, uh, the A's. We've seen te teams have done this I forever. And it's a, have... it's a brilliant market. It's a brilliant, not marketing. It's a brilliant move for your organization. I don't yes, think a team that is competing for not just a playoff spot, but a, a world championship is going to take the chance on bringing him in. That's what I meant by that. Here's my question to you. And in theory, I get what you're saying, because if you're the Marlins, you say, let's, let's get him in. Let's rinse the stink off of him and have him succeed here. And then maybe at the deadline, we can trade him. I get the Boom. thought process. Trevor Bauer is so polarizing of a figure by July. That stink's not going to be gone. It's still going to be there. I meant I'm not talking just, about 2023. But no, I get it. But by July 2024, he is so polarizing. Yeah. And he has been for three years. 
even before, like when he signed that contract with the Dodgers, they had to answer questions about why they signed him with his character issues. They did. They threw a ball yep. over Terry over the fence in center field when Francona, one of the most respected managers in baseball history, came out to take him out of the game. It's not just this. So I don't no, think I Trevor Bauer is going to get like okay. I don't. People aren't going to forget because he's been good in the major leagues. So I don't even know if then. It's going to happen, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. The, the only reason I say that is the major league professional sports, many, most times, very almost too forgiving. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say too, I don't like that word. No, because in my fair. opinion, a lot of I people think that's, I think that's fair. Chance. Okay. But fair. you see Ozuna in the lineup for the Braves. You see Chapman back in Kansas. Like we, we've yeah, seen but it. They're all different situations. They so are. It's, they are. It's hard so to That's all about. I wanted to say. I don't want to yeah. keep getting into yeah, it. Yeah. We'll um, see. We'll see what happens. A couple other things. Shout out to the Battlehawks, 38,000 people in St. Louis on Sunday, had a bunch of buddies who were there uh, in a dub. AJ McCarron still rolling. A uh, lot of fuck you, Cronky chants. Yeah, it's. I think this proves that if you give St. Louis a team that you care about the product, their fans are going to show up. Like the, the the Cardinals were the fastest, had the fat, Bush aim through was the fastest to ever reach 50 million fans ever in history of baseball. Yep. Like if you get St. Louis a team, this is why Stan Kroenke, when he said St. Louis couldn't support an NFL team, it's just a lie. Like they could, they're supporting an XFL team. They're opening a 400 level for an XFL team. That doesn't happen. Like it's not. It I, I was happen. at games from the time they came to St. Louis through the greatest show on turf run. All right. And then as we start your, as, as soon as Amy and I started having more kids, it made it more difficult for me to go to games, but I did go that, that the dome was packed. Yep. The tailgating was unbelievable that you had national sports at ESPN. You had fun. You had everybody there. And that was when they were winning. Now you can say, Oh, well, they're fair weather. No, that's not true. We then Georgia passes away. We get to Kroenke. He tanks for years. Like that's what he did. He brings in guys like Jeff Fisher and guys like Spags and guys like that. No, no offense to those as humans, but we didn't, we didn't, he didn't go above and beyond because he won. No end game was LA. So don't tell me again. We've seen the blues. They sell out every night. The Cardinals sell out. The Blues are selling out now and they stink. So don't tell me, and I've said this all along, but I am just pumped for the Battlehawks. I got buddies who have season tickets. I'm pumped for them. They're having a blast. They're loving it. Uh, And then to add to that, St. Louis City's 3-0. Welcome to the MLS, boys. Yeah, it's awesome. It really is cool. Um, Yeah, I'm glad there's more stuff to do. Um, You know, after losing... After losing, obviously, they lost the basketball team years and years ago. That's decades ago yeah. at this point. But they lost the NFL team, and it's like, well, this kind of sucks. To have two more teams come that the city can support, it kind of proved like, hey, if another team becomes available or a league wants to expand, we'll, we'll support that team. It's nice to see. Yeah, I mean, they always supported the Spirits. They always supported, which was the ABA. They always supported the, the Hawks. Hawks. That was a whole different level on why they left and went to Atlanta. I, I have years said – I wish we would have gotten an NBA team living in an NBA city now, even though for some reason our stars cannot play down here. Uh, if they were, it's still so much it's fun to have NBA. There. It's, it's NBA. so much fun to have NBA. Uh, speaking of down here, one thing you and I did not hit on, uh, Derek Carr is now a New Orleans Saint. We don't spend a lot of time on the NFL. Uh, thoughts on Derek Carr and the New Orleans Saints agreeing to terms down here. I'm excited to have a quarterback since Drew Brees that can win you a game. It felt yeah. like Andy Dalton and Jameis Winston. It was praying they didn't lose you the game. Andy Dalton, can, I mean, not Andy Dalton, Derek Carr can actually win you the game. Like, he can do yeah. that. I'm interested to see how it how it goes. I thought the contract was very reasonable for a quarterback of his caliber. And I think if we're looking at after 2021, that season, like it would have been after the 2021-2022 season, Derek Carr would have gotten way more money than this if he would have been a free agent because he was great oh. that year. He kind of struggled last year. The whole On his way to an MVP. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great move. I'm excited to see how it, how it goes. Um yeah, it's nice to have another quarterback back in St. and um, New Orleans. Really Here's is. what I will say: spending a lot of time down here and spending a lot of time with I watch the games, but there are a lot. I mean, there are generations of Saints fans down here who've watched every Saints game for the last 45 years. All right, so listening to them, I, and I tend to agree after watching them. If you don't make some changes in your play calling, I don't care if you have if you have Andy Dalton, if you have Taysom Hill, if you have Derek Carr, or you have Tom Brady 15 years ago, it's not going to matter. Like yeah. you, we have to adjust our offense a little bit. Yes, but also like he lets you he lets you do that because he can do more. And Michael Thomas back. That's a good thing too. So, it's yeah. also like we're like, it's when you have a guy people that can, are excited about it. Derek Carr can throw the ball down the field. Like you can yep. expand it a little bit, especially if you start using Taysom. We're not a football podcast, but they have a lot no. of uh, they have a lot of offensive weapons now. Hopefully having Derek Carr helps Alvin Kamara. I think it will. So they have the young nice speedster, the young speedster on the outside too. And like not the lobby, but Olave? the other kid. 
No, no, no. The other kid can't think of his name right now. Very fast. Hey, pick Olave up in your fantasy league this year. He's going to go crazy. Yeah. If so there we go. That's that's our, hey, shout out to us for being a football podcast. Yeah, I don't ever, I couldn't do that. Um, okay, I'll finish this because we did talk about this, but I think it was valuable. So let's talk about it again. You have to watch The Last of Us. Um, I finished it. Your mom and I finished it yesterday. Yesterday. Um, I, I said to you and I said to her, watch the first episode. Very good, but was very skeptical that we were on our way to another Walking Dead. We're not. That show Walking Dead's awesome too. Not, 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 I'm just telling you. All right. The, this show is different. Uh, yeah. The acting from Pedro Pascal, right? Is that, that's the correct name? Yep. And I wish I knew her name, but the girl from Game of Thrones. We need to look is, that up. I'll look I know. Up. Unbelievable. The writing is great. The directing is unbelievable. The way it's shot, that story, I did Bella not. Bella Ramsey. Is there it name. is. There it is. And Bella Nick Ramsey. Offerman, shout out UIUC. Great. Yeah, Nick Offerman, episode three. Each episode seems to get better. Episode eight, oh my goodness. And then they ended it well. Never played the video game in my life. Knew nothing going in. Uh, it's incredible. It's one of my top three favorite shows on TV right now. Yeah, those are my two favorite video games of all time. Like, they're amazing. Yep. And I'm sure that's the only way place you've heard of it of was because I played that, them. That's it. I, lo- I, love, I love those games. I'm really excited to watch it. I think I'm going to start tonight, actually, after the World Baseball Classic ends. You need to. Because I am really excited to watch it. I wanted to wait until it all came out. I, I'm, I hate watching shows by week. Same, like the only same. show I will do that with is Barry because I won't Which be able to wait. We're getting and soon, I'm by so, the way. I'm so excited for Barry. Also, Great top show three show. One of my and favorite shows. Literally other ever. one, once you finish Last of Us, you still haven't watched The Wire, and I don't know how to take you seriously yeah. as a TV watching human. However, you have to watch Succession because season four is about to start. That yeah. is my favorite show on TV. That is, I, I told one of my buddies yesterday, might be top three show for me of all time. I don't know anything supplants the, the Sopranos and The Wire, but Succession. With alone with Breaking Bad, no Better way Call Saul, are right Bad. there. I, I'm telling you, Succession, Logan Roy, one of the greatest characters of all time. Yeah, I'll watch it. Um, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. So. Yeah, yeah. So that's my. That was my TV. Now we're a TV podcast. Look at us. We're Cisco okay. and Ebert. Well, let's not let's not venture off into any more places because I I want to go watch the end of this game. <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you got? No, I'm good. Okay, I think next time. Uh, our plan, we really want to take a look at Mason Wynn. We want to take a look at some of these other guys battling for positions. Um, we didn't really get into the rotation, or I mean the, the bullpen for a reason. We don't know what the bullpen's going to look like. Like well, There was no need for us to break down every single bullpen arm because there are so many options we, right we now. We would have spent that, like 15 minutes on a guy who just got DFA'd. Correct, correct. So we'll so see. So we we'll just don't happens. know. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, we have Cardinal Baseball back on on Thursday. They're not on, to, to, they weren't on today and they weren't. No, MLB tomorrow. MLB Network tomorrow. So MLB, MLB now is well back MLB on Bally as Bally still exists. So on that on Thursday. Oh, MLB TV. So not MLB Network. We'll see. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I'd be able to watch it if you want, I think. Okay, good. Um, World Baseball Classic, you got two big games tomorrow night. Yep. Two. I may go we, somewhere. When we I may advance. see if your mom wants to go somewhere and watch those. You would nah, say when like we advance. Here. Yeah. Do you like to go to a place to watch the game, or would you rather just sit in your living room and watch it? Both. It just depends on the game. Same. If I, it's a Cardinal playoff game, I'm not going anywhere unless I'm in the stadium. I'm I don't know, man. I've spent some fun nights at the ranch no. on Cardinal playoffs. If you games. lose, I hate it. Yeah, and we were there for the Stanley Cup run, which was pretty awesome. But yeah, either way, I don't know what right. we'll do. So we'll see. Um, I, one more time, thank you guys for everything. Have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. Enjoy all of Wednesday. We'll be back either Thursday or Friday. One of the two. We have not made that decision yet. Uh, where we will kind of go back there. We'll know where we sit with the USA. Uh, and then we'll have a little bit more idea with the Cardinals. Uh, as always, if you could hit that subscribe button, we greatly appreciate that. Tell a friend. Have an amazing couple of days. We'll talk to you soon. Let's go Cards.